out the corner of my eyes, I saw this creature, which was uh, over six foot tall, with feathers. It, it just looked like a giant bird, but yet a man. Hi, this is Jake, not Mothboy Jake. <laughs> this is Mothboy Matt. This is Mothboy Michael. And this is Mothboys, a podcast on cryptids, conspiracies, and the unknown. Unknown. Ooh. Hey. Hey, everyone. What's How's up? it going? Um, happy October, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Right. Oh, yeah. September thirtieth. What are we, so, we calling this? This. This. Well, okay. Well, we have a big announcement. It is a big announcement. Yep. Sorry, Jake will make that. Uh, for the month of October, we're gonna do the first annual Moth Boys Halloween Spookathon. <laughs> See, I I would have gone with Spooktacular. Oh, that's good. See, that's I mean, that was a solid. Well, one, why don't you I mention think. it? I don't know. Like, what the heck is wrong with you, buddy? I was gone with massive train wreck. Well, that's you guys, what I would have yeah. gone because <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what this is going to end up being. Right, uh, this isn't going to be great. So, you know, you guys, we often I get stopped on the street all the time. Right, same. Just by random strangers, and they're like, "Mothboy Jake." <laughs> um, we love the Mothboys Entertainment, I, but <laughs> I, I, I think you need to release it more often. I think I think that's your impression of just anyone on the street. Is, hey, it's hey, me. Hey, it's me, hey, Mothboy Jake. I'm a stranger. Yeah, stranger danger, baby. Um, so wait, are, so the spook, spookathon, spook, what's it spook, called? Spook. I think we went spooktacular. spooktacular. Is it spooktacular? You guys uh, want to go guys spooktacular? Let's do spooktacular. Okay, spooktacular it is then. We changed it. It's an exclusive. Yeah. Halloween spooktacular. Two K eighteen. Even though it's two K nineteen, baby. <laughs> so in the month of October. Jacob Haskin, we the best. <laughs> so in the month of October, we'll be doing how many episodes? Uh five. Five. One a week. Five One fucking episodes. Leading up to a listener only episode on Halloween. <laughs> that, and took, that, was, that took a minute there. <laughs> Halloween. I was like, I didn't remember if we were going to do that or not. <laughs> but we do have we do have um, a story from our one listener. So it, we've got, yeah, one, we got one we spooky we got one story uh, so tale. far. Yeah. And, and my mom has a story for us, too. Oh, that's, that's nice. That's it. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah, so please send us your stories. Yeah. Like, ghosts. It's cool. It doesn't yep. have to be ghost related. Could be goblins so, so there'll or be, there'll ghoulies. Be, there'll, or... there'll be an episode every single Monday in October. Until the last one, because we're going to release on Halloween. Okay, cool. So um, I'm already exhausted. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. This is the so, worst. So <laughs> you guys like my nasal voice? You better get used to it even more, because you're going to be hearing it every weekend. Baby. <laughs> and these are going to be more like topics that are like scary, Halloween. We're going to sort of not go like the cryptids, because... Right. You yeah. know, cryptids are cool, but mm-hmm. they're not always scary. But yeah. um, right. and it's and it's Halloween, the Halloween season, so it's all about ghosts and pumpkin spice lattes and what? just getting your fuck on. <laughs> oh my! God. I saw that in a mug. Of, I saw I that in a you. mug at Starbucks. It said pumpkin spice, check. <laughs> Fall leaves, check. Getting your fuck on, <laughs> check. Just basic white girl stuff. <laughs> okay, so what's the episode today, boys? Well. I figured I'd start off with something one of the scariest topics. Mm. <laughs> I'm yes, 
Sure. Because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's late at night. You are half asleep on your couch, trying to stay awake through reruns of diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> you are all alone, and you jolt awake with a sudden feeling of intense dread. Is that a tap on my door, you think? I don't get guests during the day because I'm an unlikable person, so it can't be. You go back to watching Guy Fieri eat a burger that has too much cheese on it, and you hear it again, another knock on your door, this time much louder. Did I order Taco Bell on Postmates? Uh, Postmates, please sponsor us. Uh, And forget about it in my days of triple D and loneliness, you say to yourself, with an equal mix of excitement and sadness. Then the knocking gets more violent, and you hear a voice from the other end of the door, kind of robotic. Can we come in and use your phone? Frightened but curious, you creep closer to the door, hoping to catch a glimpse through the peephole. It's the middle of August, and you still have your Christmas wreath up from last year uh, because of laziness, and you can't really see what's on the other side. It's a holiday tree. Depression. Uh, as you think of what to do next, you hear them say, We are lost, and you are so close to the door. Let us in. <laughs> Against your better judgment, you think maybe something is wrong. And even though you despise kids and never want one, and that causes a lot of relationship strife, you (laughs) unlock the door. As you slowly open the door just a crack, you see a couple of children standing in front of you with their heads down. Can you let us in? We need your help, they say, still looking at the ground. You think about letting them in, but you realize you haven't cleaned your house in weeks and are embarrassed by the appearance. Uh, so you offer the children your phone through the half-open door, and they still say, We need to come in and call our parents. My mom's missing me. You are now irritated and scoff loudly and jerk the phone back through the crack. But just as soon as you do that, the children look up and you notice it's eyes. It's eyes. They're all black and they're pissed. They now are shouting, you better let us in. We are lost. You slam the door shut and immediately lock it. The children keep banging on the door, asking to come in, and they just won't stop. You don't know what to do, so you just yell, Quiet! I'm trying to get my Triple D on! And just like that, poof, it's gone. Wow. That's intense. This scenario has allegedly played out many times to people all over the world. Wait, wait, that exact scenario? Yes. (laughs) And stories like this are why the black-eyed children phenomenon has reached the level of popularity that it has. So Whoa. this where this episode's on Taco Bell delivery? Postmates. Oh, pay, yeah, okay, okay, cool. That was a tight dialogue. That was, that was yeah. really tight. good. That was really good. Yeah. Thank wow. you. Holy shit. Thank so we're you. talking about black-eyed children. Yes. Yep. Was that scary? That was I wanted really to set the tone with chills. a spooky story. I had yeah. chills, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it actually, that reminded me of like my life just filled with depression well, and that, Taco I mean, Bell. and That's Jake's life. And you have Postmates drivers that just never want to show up. No, because they know you. Like, Jesus Christ. Like They're like, oh, come to... like I live on the second floor, and the fucking Postmates is like, oh, come get it out of my car. What? What the fuck? Yeah. Come on, And bro. also, also they, they also don't go there because you, you, they know that you only tip a buck right. every time. <laughs> Poor tipper, afraid of the outdoors, hate women. I'm a real catch, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the black-eyed children, or also called black-eyed kids, are mysterious <laughs> beings that look to be between the ages of 6 to 16 years old. Uh, they often appear at night to unsuspecting adults. 
alone in parking lots or their homes. These children typically appear normal. However, they have eyes that are completely black and they're very pale. But like, very pale is like very subjective because like I'm super pale. Yeah. So I'm like, if I saw a black guy paler than Jake, if I saw like a black guy kid at my door, I'd be like, damn, nice suntan. You look like (laughs) you look like me when I was younger. (laughs) Um. Jake was a black-eyed child when he was younger. <laughs> Sometimes their clothing, though, is outdated and extremely unusual instances. People have reported talon-like feet. A talon-like feet? Yeah. Holy like claws. Fuck, that's yes. cool. <laughs> what a nightmare that is. That's terrifying. <laughs> it's like, terrifying. Happy spooktacular, a- baby. Yeah, that's, this is a good one. <laughs> so the kids come in groups of two, and they often ask for favors. The favorite could be to make a phone call, to get a ride home, to come in and get something to eat, or to use the washroom. Wash. I've been watching a lot of uh, Degrassi, so I'm like saying washroom because that's very Canadian. Uh, Shout out Canada. Sponsor me. (laughs) Just Jake. Yeah, just (laughs) sponsor us, Drake. (laughs) Drake. Wasn't he the one kid that got shot? Yes. Wheelchair Jimmy. Wheelchair Jimmy, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was just Jimmy at first. Jimmy. Then he became wheelchair Jimmy. (laughs) Um, so the few people who've had interactions with black eyed kids express feeling unexplainable fear when the children are near so others can i ask this question yes sorry um do they start to feel the fear before they even get to open the door yeah sometimes it's like it just hits you yeah just fear like you just feel that sense of dread but like did just raise his hand to interrupt jake like a child uh, excuse me (laughs) uh so yeah so People just get dread when they um, feel them near. And others have said that they feel the black-eyed kids have some kind of mind control powers mm-hmm. because witnesses sometimes comply against their better judgment. Ooh. Like, Holy so shit. So they, they don't want to open the door, but yeah, something tells them. There's like stories the where like against all like like urges, they're like, yeah. I'm terrified, but I'm still going to unlock this door for you. That's... And then at the last second, they snap out of it. And like, no. No one knows where they come from. Uh, extraterrestrial is yeah the big one. Yeah. Going back to that whole like going against your like I wish I, I wish there was some kind of power where like I get up in, at midnight to get like a snack sure and something would just be like shut that fridge don't go in there you don't need that <laughs> yeah so that's a, just a, a that's, reverse black you need a black you need a black eyed life just, coach yeah that's, <laughs> that's just a, that's just having a lack of discipline I feel like <laughs> I need a black eyed life coach that's it yeah <laughs> anyways so um you know no one knows extraterrestrial demons i i'm thinking okay and then sometimes um vampires because it's a similar lore where they have to be let in let let me in yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. can i come in please yeah Yeah. okay they can't go in without permission yeah yeah damn yeah that's fucking spooky yeah okay so that's 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 super fucking uh scary there's there's um i i i've heard so many like theories on what black-eyed children are um, and there's some really fucking out there ones. I don't think they're human, but we'll get to that at the think, end where I don't we'll think... express our our opinions on that. But I don't think they're human at fucking all. No. I agree. I don't think they're human at all. They're not human because original reports, those like those fancy black contact lenses that you can get now at Hot oh, Topic, yeah. Yeah, those Hot were Topic super expensive. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, maybe there's some kids playing around with cool black contact lenses. Uh, my parents cool. would never let me get them. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I mean, if they're in like not fucking around here, though, like 
few hundred bucks for 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 a pair of those. You know what I mean? Like that's Are they still that expensive. I think you get a pair yeah. for twenty bucks now, oh, but so they're not. Really? They don't look. They don't cover it fully like these right. people describe. And they say that it's just full black. Yeah, yeah. And they they've said to like smell right. Children, there's like the children's smell. <laughs> this is getting a little creepy. Chris Hansen, where are you? Dateline. Um, the, the children, they um, there is reports where it smells like mold or just like filth. Yeah. So, so like so, my apartment. So like children in general. <laughs> so what we have here is children that have all black eyes, yeah. pale, dressed dress in old clothing, old clothing, old clothing, smell like mold, and sometimes have uh, claws. Yes, and 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 sometimes they uh, speak robotically. So it's just really all over like, the place. Now, like, you're kind of robotic where it's just like, or, it's a mix between and, it's just like, they're like, you know, like, some people feel Dial like up. they're just saying phrases that they, like, they're just like, just yeah, reciting phrases. Right. And then in some cases, which we'll get to later, their phrases are a little outdated. Spoiler alert. Okay. I have a theory on that. Okay, well, we'll get that we'll to get the that end. later, Matt. Shut up. Um, so, basically, there's been reports of black-eyed kids being seen uh, since the 60s, um, wow. but the general consensus is that Brian Bethel was the first to document an encounter uh, with the terrifying black-eyed children. Double B. Brian Double Bethel. B, Brian yeah. Bethel. Uh -huh. uh, so, on a paranormal blog in 1998, Brian posted about an encounter he had with beings two years prior in 96, mm -hmm. and this is from his official encounter. I had gone down to the former site of the Camelot Communications, one of the area's original internet providers, to pay my bill. At the time, Camelot was located on North 1st Street near the movie theater in the shadow of what is now Bank One. I was using the light of the theater's marquee to write out my check, which I planned to put in Camelot's night drop slip. Uh, involved in my work, I never heard them approach. There was a knock on my driver's side window. Two young boys, somewhere between 9 to 12 years old, and dressed in hooded polo pullovers, stood outside. Mm. The youth. I cracked the window a bit. And and that's <laughs> scary. The, the damn the youth. youth. The youth. Like, that's already scary. Like, it is. Huh? Like, that, my Horrible. chemical romance song is right. Teenagers yeah. do scare the living <laughs> shit out of me. Um, I'm, that's, that's the truth. So, they cracked the window a bit, anticipating a spiel for money, but I was immediately gripped by an incomprehensible, soul-wracking fear. I had no idea why. And conversation ensued between one boy, a somewhat suave, olive-skinned, curly-headed young man and myself. The other, a red-headed, pale-skinned, freckled young man, stayed in the background. So just like an she Irish just have kid. no souls. That's like the thing on the internet, right? An Irish kid and a, and a, and a Greek kid hanging out. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That sounds like a bad, like, I could like to like, racist joke territory <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I think my uncles probably said a few of those in the day. Yeah, uh, all of our uncles <laughs> have, so. Uh, so the spokesman, as I've come to think of him, told me that he and his companion needed a ride. They wanted to see a movie, Mortal Kombat. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. But they had left their money at Come their mother. Come over here. <laughs> That's my score beat impression. Come over here. <laughs> It's not good. Get over here. Here's my Shing Shung impression. Your soul is mine. <laughs> um, and they asked, Get over here. <laughs> they left their money at their mother's house, and then could they give them a ride? Uh, he said plausible enough, but all throughout this exchange, the irrational fear continued and grew. I had no reason to be frightened of these boys at the moment, but I was terribly wrong. 
After a bit of more conversation, I looked up at the theater marquee and down at the clock display in my car. Mortal Kombat's last show of the night had already started. By the time I could have driven the boys anywhere and back, it would have practically been over. So when he was looking at this, trying to figure it out, put two and two together, the spokesperson just started saying, It wouldn't take long. We're just two little kids. Just let us in and we'll be gone before you know it. We'll go to our mother's house. I don't know if it's no. like I don't know if it's actually a creepy story or just a fact that Jake using that voice is is what's really creepy. Yeah, me yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> um, it gets really terrifying here. He started to get nervous, panicked. He was planning on ways to escape, coming up with excuses, and then they uttered, "We don't have a gun or anything." <laughs> what? And he said the last part was unnerving because it seemed to imply that they didn't need guns to hurt him. It wasn't like, oh, let us in. We don't have a gun. It's, like, it's we, don't. we don't need guns. <laughs> or they actually do have a gun. No, they don't need guns. So against his better judgment, he said, I noticed that my hand had strayed toward the lock of my door as if I was being instructed by the child to do so. I pulled it away, perhaps a bit too violently. In the short time that I had broken the gaze of the spokesman, something had changed, and my mind exploded in a vortex of all-consuming terror. Like a fucking mind freak. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Both boys stared at me with coal black eyes, the sort of eyes one sees these days on aliens or bargain basement vampires on late-night television. <laughs> This guy's too good at describing things. Soulless orbs like the two great swaths of starless night. Wow. I didn't didn't know what to do, he said. Uh, I don't know. He said, against my better judgment, I kept going back to unlocking the door. Then, he said, I snapped into it, and as any rational person would do, I full-on freaked out inside while trying to appear completely sane and calm. I apologized to the kids. I made whatever excuses came to mind. All of them designed to get me the hell out of there. Fast. (laughs) The fear was now palpable. Black hanging thing. Almost as if reality itself was warping around me. Holy shit. Damn. I wrapped my hand around the gear shift, threw the car into reverse, and began to roll up the window, apologizing all the while. My fear must have been evident. The boy in the back wore a look of confusion, but the spokesman started to bang sharply on the window as I rolled it up. His words, full of anger, echo into my mind even today. We can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us in. So I drove out of the parking lot in blind fear, and I'm surprised I didn't hit a car or two along the way. I took a quick look in my rearview mirror before pulling out in the night. The boys were gone. Even if they had run, I don't believe there was any place they could have hidden from view that quickly. Damn, dude. Holy shit. And that's an intense. So that's like the first report on the internet. But after that, reports from back in time had come out. Okay, so people didn't come out about them. Yes. Well, unless you believe, like, you want to go to like the men in black and black eyed children are the same thing then. Yeah. But the first report of what is now known as Black Eyed Children was, was Brian Bethel. was 96, right? Yeah, was 90, 96. He posted it on a, a UFO a forum in 98. Okay. Was, in was, the, was it, so, so all this came out during the hit movie, the blockbuster hit, Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. It might have been yeah. Annihilation, though. 
Annihilation was still sick. No, I don't know about that. Uh, But yeah, the story, you know, it may seem crazy, but the interesting thing about it is Brian Bethel is actually a veteran uh, journalist. He's not like some internet crazy. Like he's an award-winning like news writer. He's a staff writer on many different papers. So he's not just some wacko. Yeah, that's why it was so well written. You can definitely tell he went to journalism. Yeah, he's not just some wackadoodle. It's on the streets. Okay, (laughs) wackadoodle. Uh, Yeah, no (laughs) wackadoodle. Over the years, though, he's gotten many messages from people who have read his story, and he says, well, a lot of them tend to follow his template too closely. That's like a humble break. He's like, my template's so good. These idiots are just <laughs> just ripping it off and changing a couple of things. He has said there's been some reports that have least reinforced the belief that he has encountered something strange. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Now, these kids, um, these black-eyed children, do they ever actually hurt anyone or are they just being fucking creepy well that's the thing most people against their better judgment well i mean for their better judgment (laughs) eventually don't let them in yes fuck you but towards the end of this episode i have a story on what happens when you actually let one of them in So these 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 black eyed children haven't killed anyone thankfully we don't know any well Matt so here's the thing how will we know if the people missing, are dead. Missing 411. That could involve some of the missing cases. Because say I let a black-eyed kid in yeah. and I died. They're not going to be there when the, my body's found four weeks later because no one's concerned about me. It's just the <laughs> smells. I just like picture <laughs> I just picture like your face looking like the ring. Remember when you, like their soul gets sucked out? I just imagine. Your soul is mine. Yes. <laughs> Black-eyed children do that. <laughs> um, so throughout the years, you know, there wasn't too many reports. But in 2013, MSN uh, posted a video that retold the story of the black-eyed kids. And then the following year, a UK tabloid wrote uh, three front-page stories about the black-eyed children in a Whoa. haunted pub. So due to these instances, uh, claims of experiences with the black-eyed kids soared to an all-time high. That original report happened. Sort of was not on the mainstream too much. There was reports every once in a while. But then that video went viral. Reddit took over, and then you got tons of people who are saying they have had instances. Encounters. I just went on this that that Reddit and I I went deep into Reddit. Oh, you never you never been on Reddit before? I've never been on Reddit before. Yo, Reddit's great. It's so good, but with the wrong click of a button, you can go to some really dark places, some shady shit. Yes. Um, Reddit Moth Boys. That's Reddit the scariest that's fucking shit. That's the grossest. <laughs> it's just my nasally voice going, welcome, <laughs> welcome. But you know what? Just bless the internet. You know what I mean? It's the best thing. So, you know, you find many reports of the black-eyed kids all over the web. Uh, and while there is no concrete proof that these claims are true, uh, some of these stories are just too crazy not to share. I have many favorite stories. I pulled a couple out of Hell my yeah. ass. Let's uh, do this. Cool. You ready? Yeah. Do it. Okay. So the first one is from Reddit. Last night was like any other night. I was switching between listening to music and watching YouTube videos with one headphone in. I can tell you whether he make this story better. If what? he wasn't listening to music, if he was listening to Moth Boys podcast, well, <laughs> sponsor he us. Was. Sponsor, sponsor us, Moth, us, Moth Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Even I don't want to sponsor us. <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> so he was watching YouTube videos and listening to music uh, so he can hear um, his infant daughter uh, because his wife works 4 a.m. at the hospital every day and he wants to make sure she can sleep. 
Uh, fucking so nerd. He's like, I decide to go lay down. <laughs> fucking nerd, he has a loving relationship. Uh, <laughs> when I decide to go lay down in the spare bed in the baby's room, just as I was about to doze off, I heard a thumping coming from the front porch. Startled at first, I opened my eyes wide and scanned the room, realizing it was most likely my cat scratching himself on the front porch. I dozed back off. That's a loud cat. Yeah. Maybe it was a phantom cat. What was it from what was it from <laughs> a last phantom black eyed cat? Yeah. Last episode, chunks.com, the Chonkers. Chonkers. <laughs> That's on Reddit, baby. <laughs> uh, so he thought it was the cat, and he just said, damn cat. Uh, oh, so cat. he heard it again, the thumping. I got out of my bed to run the cat off the porch, only to see he wasn't there anymore. Now that I was up again, I wasn't the least bit tired. I figured I'd just get some tea and check Facebook while I'm up. So is he talking about like tea to drink, or is he going to Facebook to get drama, like the tea? I, I think, think it's the tea, like the truth. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. On, his, on his wife's Facebook page, like checking for any like- No, their hmm. joint Facebook oh. account. Brian's liking a lot of your photos lately. <laughs> Fucking Who's Brian? Just a nurse I work with. <laughs> He's probably just like, don't let him like shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he was on Facebook drinking the tea. Uh-huh. A few minutes into the video he was watching on YouTube. He's on YouTube now. Is this guy, YouTube? inconsistencies in the story. Right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't believe I'm this I'm already, already not buying this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. A few minutes in the video, I felt the sudden urge to look up at the kitchen window. There they were. <laughs> what, the cat? <laughs> not just one cat. But two children. <laughs> but two. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what was no, there, no. Jake? Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> the tops of two short-statured people's heads cresting the stairs above my window Ooh. frame. I heard no footsteps on my porch, and my stomach turned. But the knock, the knock was steady, a hollow thump. The very same thump I had just blamed on my cat. I bet you felt really bad. You better apologize. Yeah. yeah. Better get this cat extra wet food tomorrow or something. Yep. Uh, so decided it was best not to answer. I shut my laptop and crept by the door back to the baby's room. I assumed it was some of the people from the low-incoming housing across the road from me that were high or hiding from the cops or oh. maybe looking for my cousin who stays oh. there, uh, who this, stays with me often as friends over there. This yeah, this guy's guy, sort of like this sort of a scumbag. A scumbag. Like, he yeah. sounds like a scumbag. Like, he's like elitist. He's yeah. like, oh, just because my... Like, I mooch off my wife who has a real career and I just stay at home watching the like, baby. I don't like this guy. I don't like low-income people. Get out of here. So I assumed it was some of the people from the low-income housing or just someone high hiding from the cops. The last thing I needed to do was try to explain to two stoners that I was trying to sleep even oh, though it was Jesus. 2 a.m. I hate this guy. It wasn't until I got into my daughter's room that the creepiness set in. The thump had moved from the kitchen window to the bedroom windows. <laughs> Holy Totally. Both windows, a room apart, thumping in perfect time. These stoners were going to wake up my daughter <laughs> if I didn't run them off now. Pissed off. Ah, damn stoners. <laughs> How do you know they're stoners? Like, were they like just like like smashing their like to the beat of Santeria by Sublime? <laughs> so he went out to the kitchen, unlocked and opened the door, ready to run around the side of the house and kick some little idiot's ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, I like this one because it's just super macho. It happened that standing there looking up at me were two 10 to 11 year old boys. The feeling of dread and the smell of mold almost made me vomit. There it is. The smaller of the two then spoke. This work is really weird. May we use your telegraph? What? Huh? (laughs) Huh? 
<laughs> I just stared blankly at these boys, horrified of what I then realized. Their eyes were pitch black. He again asked to use my telegraph. That's the scariest part of the story. There wasn't a sound to be heard. No crickets chirping. No dogs barking. No cars driving. Nothing. I tried to play it cool and ignore the fact that he didn't say telephone or phone or cell. Anything that would have made sense in this situation. And I calmly replied, I don't have service at my house. Sorry. So he's calm now. Right. It's roid rage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ah! These damn donuts from the low-income housing. <laughs> ah, oh, oh, okay, tell them, Okay. So the expressions on their face then turned to rage as I finished my sentence. Swiftly, I shut the door and locked it as quickly as I could. Then I stumbled back to protect my daughter. I picked her up from the crib and I held her close. The fact that she didn't wake up freaked me out the most, but I managed to gather my senses enough to make sure she was still breathing and warm. Right. So she was alive. She was alive. Okay. Everything seemed to be okay. The but thumping then. on the windows was back. <sighs> I dropped to the floor to hold my little girl in my arms and wept like a child. So he was talking to us. Yeah, he's talking to us. He's like, these are these are not weed stoners. These are meth heads. <laughs> <laughs> weed stoners. <laughs> So the, um, so the thumping continued. Yeah, the thumping. He felt helpless and afraid. He lied there for what felt like hours, crying and shaking, until I heard it. My wife's alarm clock. The thumping stopped the instant the alarm went off, Ooh. and I crept into the master bedroom with the baby. What's wrong with you, my wife asked. I just had a bad dream is all I could mutter out. So I handed my wife the baby. My wife. <laughs> like any normal day, I turned on the light in the house and made coffee for her. For some reason, just having her awake calmed my nerves enough to pretend like nothing happened. Walked her out to the car. Nothing. Wow. Holy that freaking freak. I like that story. I think it's cool, but that guy's a douchebag. Yeah. Oh, well. You see him crying at two little stoner kids. He's like, oh. What a little shit bag. <laughs> little shit baby. Hey, shit baby. <laughs> <laughs> but he made a post after that, and he didn't know, he didn't know why they visited. But he was aware of black-eyed kids prior, and she wasn't. Hmm. And every story that he said he's read about them is from somebody who's already known about them. Okay. Maybe, just maybe, knowledge of them existing is the only reason they Thanks. visit. Okay. Wow. Okay, so they, they'll, they'll come visit you if you know they exist. Yes. Oh. And actually, uh, David Weatherly, who's written like probably the premier book on black-eyed children. What's the book called? Black Eyed Children. Okay. I think it's Black Eyed Children. <laughs> By David, David Weatherly. You better run. <laughs> you better run. Uh, him and Nick Redfern, another paranormal expert. Um, you got to see him speak last yes, year. Yes, we did about yeah. this. Uh, yeah. Matt fell asleep during his yep. uh, lecture. It was hot in there, though. It, it was, was really hot. Last year's Mothman. It's still yeah, going to be 90 all weekend. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, they actually, that's something that they have said is the more they research the topics, they started to experience themselves. Honestly, that's what's most terrifying about this. If you research it, they'll come for you. Maybe your third eye just... Or maybe if you just even listen to this podcast... They'll come for you. They'll come for you, because now that you know about them, they'll come for we you. Just sc- we just screwed a bunch of you. Yes, so just by listening to this, you are increasing your chances of... Die. Yeah, dude. You're yeah. And I don't know how many more holiday opened. spectacular, Halloween spectacular. Spooktacular. This will be the only one. Um, yeah, all our listeners are going to be dead. You know, it's black weird. You, you know, it's weird. Okay, so you said you said that uh, they asked to use the telegraph. 
Yes. That was that was, that was a spooky part now of that that's, story. That's, like it was rehearsed. Like they've had right, the line forever. Right. They've been saying it forever. Okay. Like something sent them something sent them to a time period where telegraphs weren't being used. And so present day. Yeah, present day. So but, so so have they that, just been I, roaming around? I, I they they just roaming around like maybe they're like they're just been roaming around and they don't know the updated lingo. Yeah. Damn. But I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Are are, are black eyed children that ancient? From you well, know, sick, well, no, they no, could be. Sometimes time, they are wearing time, older time clothes. Time travelers, am I right, boys? Time yeah. travelers, or they're sent by an extraterrestrial. So the second story, at ten forty five on a warm night, eighteen year old Karis Holdsworth was walking to her apartment from a friend's house in Lisburn, a city in Northern Ireland near Belfast. Her apartment was in a bad section of town, and as she approached, she noticed two teenagers in hoodies and jeans standing in her yard with their backs to her. Of course, she was immediately wary and put her hand in her purse to grab hold of her pepper spray. Ooh. As she was sneaking around the corner, the two boys turned simultaneously to face her, which really freaked her out she said she felt raw fear when she saw their faces however Karis had her pepper spray in her purse and she was still alert enough to defend herself should the boys approach but they didn't instead they seemed able to read her mind no need for that the older one spoke calmly and maturely we just want to borrow your phone miss your telegraph <laughs> just phone this time Karis said they just looked, looked like two normal boys until that is she saw their eyes they were pitch black no trace of white or pupil at all she felt that she was in terrible danger and had to get away running for her door and fumbling with her keys the boys falling close to her heels the boys continued to ask to use the phone please miss my mother won't be happy if she doesn't know where we are <laughs> I wanted to obey them at first, considering that they were young, she said, but seeing their eyes took me away. I just had to get away from both, and I knew if I obeyed them, I was going to seriously regret it. Karis managed to make it inside her apartment, locked the door, but she was about to sit down with a cup of coffee. There came a knock. When she ignored it, the knock came again, and she immediately felt the sense of overwhelming terror again. When she peeped out the peephole... That's what a great okay, word. Peep out the peephole. <laughs> peep out the peephole. <laughs> They were there. Boys, just staring at her. Just let us in to use the phone, he said. Nope. We nope. won't hurt you. Nope. We have no weapons to hurt you. So that's the second time where they brought up the yeah. weapons. Yeah. So maybe this is just one of those ones that follows the original template. Right. But Karis opened the door and ordered the children to leave her alone, locked everything up tight as a drum, and called a friend. When the friend arrived, the boys finally hightailed it out of there, but not before she, too, also felt an overwhelming sense of terror. So, wow. In this, you have a thing, again, where telepath, yep. because they knew what was in her hand. So they don't really speak. They, they, well, they did speak. They do, but, but they mean, also like will telepathically command messages. you. Like they knew what was in her purse before right. getting it out. Don't need to. Don't, and don't against her that, better don't judgment, take that she, out. yeah. Right, that's what they against said. her better judgment, she wanted to use. Right. She wanted to help them. Right. So again, that low level of mind control. Yeah. Well, also there's. I, I feel like as like as a human species, uh, people have this innate uh, need to help. Like primal, pri- some primal urge to help children out, um, and so that low, that not Jake, <laughs> that low. <laughs> um, so I think I think a lot of it can be chalked up to that. Is like you see a kid and you're just like, oh, I should help it. It's a little fucking kid. Like maybe I'll- that's why they take kid form. Yeah, that's exactly. Why. Yeah. yeah. 
They're fucking aliens. And then the dude. other thing in this, weapons. No weapons. They, I, they, they, they're bringing that up again. Yep. So maybe... maybe like, They're like, we don't need weapons because we could destroy you with our minds. And lastly, another thing that they brought up that's been brought up in all the other stories... Uh-huh. The telegram. These black eyed no. kids are just a bunch of fucking mother boys. They're mother boys. Like they're always like, my mom mama. wants me to talk to. I want to talk to my mom. Mom this, mom that. Mom hit me with a baseball bat. <laughs> um, it's just they're a bunch of just sad mother boys who were probably living in their parents' basement. Uh, mother, you know, just on Reddit. Black eyed adults, yeah. just yeah. <laughs> Just on Reddit, uh, they're just mother boys. They Listening go to mother to Moth- mother Listening son Moth boys podcast, <laughs> mother son pageants, like where they dress up together. <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna dress up like someone from the '60s, Sonny and Cher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, they're telepathic, yep. scary mother boys. Mother boys. Yep. So most stories, like we said, the witnesses are lucky enough not to let them in. I found one case where a couple wasn't as lucky. Dun dun dun. And this is her report. I made the mistake of letting the black-eyed kids inside, and now I'm worried that I might die because of it. Let me, oh, let me take a guess how this ends. It ends with them actually needing to use the phone. They're like, we just wanted to use <laughs> yeah, the phone. Yeah, like, that's all it is. It's, it's just, just like, actual two kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, why wouldn't anybody let us in? Yeah. Don't get it. It's just like such an anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like it builds like a sense of dread, and there's or maybe they said use the potty. Can we yeah. use the potty? Or the boy has irritable bowel like, syndrome. What, what the heck? Let us use the potty. <laughs> we don't have running water in here. So she said, "I live just outside. <laughs> I live just outside of a rural town in Vermont, redacted Ooh. town. They don't want to say. Okay. So again, it's every gonna, all these fucking stories are just ruining New England. For first, me. it's it's going to be a beautiful place. First of all, and it's going to be it's probably a white person. Yeah, <laughs> it's Vermont. So." Uh, it's a tight knit community where everyone knows one another and people don't lock their doors at night. There was never a need to a little over a year ago. I woke up because I heard a loud banging on my front door at the time. My husband and I lived in a small home on a dirt road, just off the rural route into town. It was the middle of a snowstorm and the nearby hills get very slippery in the snow. So I thought that someone might've been in an accident and broken down. It's happened before. When I looked out the window, I could see that our motion spotlight was on. I could see that there were footprints in the snow that had come from our road and into our driveway, but there was no car anywhere. The snow was still covering the road, and no one had driven on it for at least a couple hours. Hmm. Our front door was obscured from the window, but I could see that someone was standing there. I wasn't sure what to think, so I woke my husband up just to feel safer. While I was telling him what was going on, the bang in the door started again, and my husband went to answer it while I stood in the hallway. Um, what do you want to guess, like in every other situation, the, the husband just gets a gun and starts blasting yes, at the that's kids? that's absolutely Do you think that's yeah. going to happen? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, well, what do you I, want to put money on? I think he's going to grab the fucking gun, and by the time he gets to the door, the kids are going to be gone. Okay. Well, when he opened the door, there were two children, so you're already wrong, Matt. Yeah, you lose. Uh, there are two children standing in the snow looking toward the ground. They were a boy and a girl. Okay, this is new. This is new. And could not have been more than eight years old. They were dressed strangely and had odd haircuts. The girl's like hair was... cuts, you think? Yeah, they look like Weird Paul. <laughs> weird Paul, what up? Yeah. Shout out to Weird Paul. Sponsor us, Weird Paul. <laughs> what up? Anyways, keep going. Um, so they were dressed strangely and they had odd haircuts. The girl's hair was very long and straight, but the boy had a dated haircut that looked almost like a bowl cut. 
They weren't dressed for winter, and my first thought was they must have been some Mennonite children. <laughs> but as far as I know, there was never a large community of Mennonites near us. Oh, those damn Mennonites! <laughs> uh, thinking back on it now, that my normal reaction to seeing children in a snowstorm would have been to rush them inside and bundle them up with some blankets and hot cocoa, but that's not how I felt. The children were very unnerving. They would not make eye contact. When my husband asked them if everything was okay, they asked, can we come in? My husband looked at me like, what do I do? And asked the kids where their parents were. They'll be here soon, is all they said. It was around 2 o'clock in the morning at this point, so the only reasonable thought in my head was that there must have been an accident or these kids got lost. As much as my instincts told me not to bring them inside, I did anyway. Fuck. This is where it's going to get different than every other story. Because they're in. They're in now. I went into the kitchen to make them some hot cocoa while my husband took them in the living room. While I was fixing the kettle, I could hear my husband talking to the kids. He was asking them if they were okay, where they came from, how far they walked, and if their parents' car was broken down. Just general things like that. But they always answered, no matter what, in unison, Our parents will be here soon. They spoke in a sing-songy voice. They weren't afraid to be in the stranger's home at all. I started to notice that our cats... We had four. We're all hiding. Oh, crazy cat lady. Nope. Oh, goes all credibility on yeah. this one. Um, <laughs> Can't trust that. Four cats. Ugh. So all four of my cats were hiding, except Pigeon, who was in the kitchen with me. Normally, our cats are very curious and friendly, and we have to be careful that they don't run out the door when we leave. This time, none of them even tried to see who was there, which we thought was very strange. All of the hair on Pigeon's neck was standing up, and his tail was puffed higher than I ever seen it before. When I bent down to pet him and see what was wrong, he hissed and started growling and backing up until he hid himself under the kitchen island. I have never seen him do that before. When I walked back into the living room, the kids were sitting on the couch as still as can be, but my husband was holding his head in his hands. I asked him what was wrong, and he just said that he felt very dizzy all of a sudden, but that he was fine. I turned back to the children to give them cocoa, but when they looked at me, I gasped. It took everything inside of me not to drop the mugs and run away. When they looked at me with their eyes, they were completely black. They had no whites, just black pupils. <laughs> they were black, no white, and they were black. Dang. <laughs> uh, so when they saw that I was scared, they stood up and asked if they could use the bathroom. Oh, so they needed the potty this time. Yeah. Can I, can I use the potty, please? <laughs> hey, mister, can I use the potty, please? <laughs> mister, mister. Mister, mister. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to compose myself after they asked if they could use the bathroom, and I showed them down the hall. They went in the bathroom together and hurried back to my husband to ask him if he's seen their eyes. He has seen them too, and said that it looked like his brother's badly bruised eyes after a car accident. So he was like, oh, maybe they were in a bad car right. accident. Yeah. Uh, so they're still being pretty logical about this. Right. Like That's pretty cool to see. Uh, we were in the middle of talking about whose children they could be when my husband's nose started to bleed. He never had nosebleeds as long as I had known him. I just knew inside myself that this has something to do with the kids in the bathroom, and I started crying while I ran to get my husband some tissues. But that's when the power went out. Oh, God. I heard my husband yell my name from the living room. Wife! <laughs> Wife? Is that what he called her? Wife! Well, it's because the names are redacted, right, so right, 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 right. just whatever the wife... Wife's name! <laughs> So he stopped dead in the tracks. 
The children were standing at the end of the hallway. They weren't moving. I've never been so scared in my whole life. They just stood there in the dark. After what I felt like forever, the boy said, our parents are here. And they walked to the door, opened it, and walked out, leaving it wide open. My husband jumped up to close it and almost fell over. We looked out the window and saw two men standing by a black car idling at the end of our driveway. The men looked like they were wearing black colored suits and were very tall, at least six feet. When my husband waved at them, they just stared at us, got into the car, and drove off. Men in black. So men in black have kids? And men in black children are black-eyed children. So, yeah, the men in black... They get their fuck on. They get their fuck on, boy. You're so cringy, dude. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fucking cool story. Is that the end of the story? Well, that's the end of the encounter. But stuff's happened after. Not over the next few months, yeah. three of our cats went missing. We can only assume that they ran away somewhere and never came back. But the worst thing was coming home to find a pigeon in a puddle of blood on the living room floor. It looked like he had been vomiting blood. The vet told us that he had some kind of hemorrhage. What? That's no. vile, man. <laughs> After my husband's nosebleeds became a regular occurrence, he went to see the doctor. He didn't know what to make of it other than dry nasal passages, but my husband was diagnosed with an aggressive skin cancer. The doctors think he will recover, but don't understand how it got so badly so quickly. My husband has never worked an outdoor job and spends relatively little time in the sun. So they're given off like an aura of like radiation. Yeah. She said, since we let the black-eyed kids inside our home, I've also suffered from regular dizzy spells and nosebleeds on a regular basis. I've had other issues, what I won't mention here, but trust me when I say that I am suddenly in the worst condition of my life and no one can do anything about it. I know that all of this is because I let those damn black-eyed children in my home. We've told everyone we could about the strange kids that showed up that night, but no one else saw them. And some laugh at how scared we were of the Mennonite kids, but we know what we saw. I wish my husband had never opened the door. It's all his fault. That story is crazy. So, as you ask, maybe if they were in there long enough, the radiation would have been even worse, and they might have died. So these people that let them in... They're affected by effects after after the visit, not yeah. during. Well, during the visit, the husband was oh, yeah, bleeding was, from the nose yeah, and dizzy. Yeah, yeah. But then after mm. effects, the nose got bleeds got worse and worse. And then he found out he had cancer that was linked to tanning beds. And he's never been in a tanning bed in his life. That's crazy, dude. Holy but just shit. imagine like their friends are like making fun of them. Yeah. Mennonite kids, Mennonite right. kids. And the husband's like, by the way, I have cancer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, they don't know. So yeah, okay. that ends the black eyed children. The black eyed children. Wow. Yes. Okay, I feel think? like that's a great start. That yeah. was fucking spooky. Yeah, what do you guys think? What do you think it is, Matt? Um okay, so me, I think black eyed children are either sent from extraterrestrials or are extraterrestrials that they they always say like oh you know we don't have weapons we don't have guns aliens i think they see that people are afraid of 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 weapons they're afraid of weapons so uh so they they tell whoever they're sending that to reassure them you don't have any weapons you're not a threat and they also see that people like to help children and they know that humans have this innate nature to help children and so they use that, and uh, I guess the children, the children, if they get the chance, they you know either kill or abduct the 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 people. Uh, so I just think that 
I think that they aren't human, and I think they're from a different realm or world. It's fair. Yeah. What about you, Mike? I think uh, they're 100% real. <laughs> remember that? I used to do that yeah. all the time. But I do think Let, they're real. Let's bring it back. They're 100% real, bros. What do you think and they I are? I think they're demons. Demons? Honestly, yep. I agree. Demons. I'm going with demons. Yep. But, you know, I also like the extraterrestrial thing because, but there's also a lot of people, we can go into it, right. that think men in black are demons. Right. Yeah. But I'm going to go demon. Yep. You're going to do demon. Right. But, okay. I, but I also feel like extraterrestrial is just as good of a... Right. Explanation. Or it could just be a bunch of malarkey. It could be a bunch. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, you know, there really is no concrete proof. Any of this... Could be fucking more. Yeah, it it could just be the youths playing a prank right. on. Yeah, but right. like the fact that the first report, Brian Bethel, he's like a respected journalist. That's the thing, that sort yeah. of adds a little credence to that. Right. Um. But yeah, that's it. So, what, so we have we have two demons and an extra, and we have an alien. Two demons. That's like um so a, demons, a new like buddy family so, comedy. <laughs> two demons and an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Starring Danny DeVito, uh, Billy Frazier. Crystal's, and Brendan Fraser. So demons win. Thank you for listening, everybody. Go give us ratings and reviews. Yes. And, oh, yeah, yeah, but I just have to say one thing yeah. before I go. Okay. We haven't made a Black Eyed Peas joke this whole oh, episode. Oh, we did. We said, oh, so, you want to sing a Black Eyed Peas song in, in a child's voice? What song do we Oh, uh, Which one? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so this okay. is the Black Eyed Kids singing the Black Eyed Peas. Let's get it started. <laughs> oh, are we doing my humps? <laughs> Are let's we? I thought we were doing. Yeah. Let's yeah. get like my house. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. My humps, my humps, my lovely lily humps. If you just let me in, you can see them. Check it out. Bye, everybody. Don't hurt some of the low-income housing! <laughs> <laughs>